You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, October the 5th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Five undercover unit border police officers were wounded, three seriously and two lightly to moderately, in clashes during an arrest operation in the Tolkaram refugee camp this morning. Their families have been notified. An initial inquiry found that the troops were injured in the explosion of a shrapnel grenade they had thrown at terrorists as they were leaving the area, which apparently struck a gate and returned toward them. A commander kicked the grenade away before it detonated. The injured forces received initial treatment at the scene under fire and were later evacuated to hospital. During the arrest operation, Palestinian gunmen fired on and threw explosives at the Israeli forces who responded. Several terrorists were hit. Palestinians said one Palestinian was killed. In a separate incident at the Shufa Junction near Avnei Chefetz, Forces from the Golani unit shot and killed two terrorists who had earlier opened fire from a passing car on an Israeli motorist. There were no Israeli injuries. An M-16 rifle was seized at the scene. The military wing of Islamic Jihad in Tolkaram said the two gunmen killed belonged to the group. And in the Binyamin region, Palestinians last night threw rocks at Israeli cars. An Israeli woman was lately hurt. And another Israeli whose car was damaged responded by opening fire. IDF forces were dispatched to the scene and the incident is under investigation. An IDF soldier was lightly hurt last night by an explosive device targeting Israeli security forces who were escorting some 40 buses of Jewish worshippers to Joseph's tomb in Nablus. Dozens of Palestinians rioted and burned tires during the visit. President Isaac Herzog and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu sent messages wishing a speedy recovery to the injured Israeli troops. Herzog, in his message, said, Especially now, during the holidays, when we are with our families, it is important to recognize and give thanks to those who are protecting us. Prime Minister Netanyahu, in his statement, stressed that Iran is directly responsible for the wave of terror in Judea and Samaria, of encouraging and funding murderous acts against Israeli citizens. The head of the opposition National Unity Party, Benny Gantz, met in Washington with the U.S. National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan. A statement on behalf of Gantz said that the two discussed advancing Israel's essential security interests, expanding its integration into the region, dealing with the Iranian threat and Iran's Middle East proxies. Several protesters this morning disrupted a morning prayer service at Tel Aviv's Dizengoff Square, convened by Rabbi Leo D., whose wife and two of his daughters were murdered in a terrorist attack in the Jordan Valley in April. Earlier in the week, D. had described the planned service as praying for freedom of religion and unity in all of Israel. A few protesters objected when a partition separating men and women was put up and municipal inspectors took it down. Meanwhile, the head of the Rosh Yehudi organization has filed an appeal with the Supreme Court after the Tel Aviv District Court last night rejected a petition the organization had filed against the municipality's cancellation 
of a permit issued to the organization to hold Simchat Torah events at Dizengoff Square. The municipality had said that the Orthodox organization had violated the terms of the permit it was granted for holding Yom Kippur services when it erected a partition, despite a municipal ban on gender segregation in the public sphere. The number of murders in Arab society since the start of the year rose to 193 last night, after two women were slain in the span of two hours. In Shfaram, Salem Hajjaj, aged 40, was shot dead while sitting in a car in the city. Earlier in Ar-Ara, Yasmin Jabarin, a woman in her 20s, was fatally shot while sitting in a car in the parking lot of an event hall next to the Iran police station. Israel and Azerbaijan have signed a first agreement in the sphere of space, which will lead to joint projects in developing space technology, satellites, space research systems, academic and educational cooperation. The Minister for Innovation, Science and Technology, Ophira Kunis, called it further testimony to the power of science, innovation and the Israeli space industry. Coinciding with the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War, the IDF this morning made public documents and recordings from the radio communications during the war. In one such recording, the then Navy commander updates the IDF chief of staff on the missile battle by the Syrian port of Latakia, which ended with the destruction of three Syrian military missile boats. The weather outlook, warmer with a chance of drizzle to light local rain, mostly in the north and center. Friday and Saturday will be cooler, Sunday warmer with seasonably warm, seasonable temperatures. The maximum temperatures in the main centers today, Jerusalem 28, Tel Aviv 31, Haifa 28, Beersheba 31, and in a lot going up to 35 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.